Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out this week's episode of the One Man Podcast. It's always free and available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and many more, as well as on the web at onemanpodcast.com. So please, whatever platform you're listening on, like and subscribe. Uh, while you're at it, give it a rating, leave a review. Why? Because it helps the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. How about that? What about social media? Search One Man Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up with what's going on there. Get a little extra content for yourself. And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. I'm K. Trevor Wilson from TV's Letterkenny, and you're listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! It's Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 141 for Wednesday, January 22nd, 2020. Welcome back, Wudsies. How are you guys doing? This one's coming at you a little bit late. A little bit. Still on Wednesday. Still available for you. Day of delivery. Uh, Jesus, sorry. As soon as I start talking with the whole, oh, hey, 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 bringing it up, I immediately, some for some reason, have to burp right away. Almost every episode. Or get like a little hiccup or something, because often enough... I'm quietly putting together the equipment for the podcast, cleaning up, organizing. So I spend like <laughs> long period of time not talking, just working away on stuff, which is unlike me, of course, as you guys know. And then I immediately I start, hey, and my body's like, what? Burp. Anyways, just in case uh, anyone else has noticed, I've still got my aligners in. Only one month left to go. They are still not doing their job 100%. So I'm going to have to do a little bit of correctional stuff after the fact, but in case you hear them slipping, like the ones I have on right now, it's weird. Ever since they redid it and, uh, and sent me new ones, the, 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 they come, they, they happen in weird stages. It used to be that I would wear a set of aligners for two weeks and then change them. So when I had the big, like nine month treatment, whatever, and my teeth are definitely straighter without question. It's just that one of them, when the one, I basically chipped a tooth uh, and I don't know if I, I think that was during the podcast, but I'm not even sure if I addressed it. I'm sure, I'm sure I did, but one of my two front teeth, right? The, the, the beaver teeth, the buck teeth, the eye teeth, whatever they're called. One of them has always been slightly behind the other one. When I chipped the tooth, the one in the front, they filed it in such a way that like the two teeth were like level, right? So when you looked at me straight on, the teeth were kind of level. Well, now that they've been adjusted, the one in the front is actually like the one that was previously the front tooth. Now they're both in the front, uh, actually hangs a little lower and just on the one side that they didn't file the chip out of. So I've got like this kind of like, you know, a little bit of an angled tooth in the front. Um, and of course when I, when I, you know, originally started the treatment, all the, the, the images of like what my teeth would look like when they were all done, were not one hanging down low in front of the other one. Um, so when that happened, I went in, I rescanned it. I waited forever for them to send them to me. And, uh, I didn't even know I was going to start the podcast off by telling you guys this. I'm telling you the story right away. I didn't even tell you what we got to look forward to. Anyways, um, when I went back to them, you know, they're like, oh, definitely. And then they they approved it, of course, because it's not, you know, kind of what the end result was supposed to be. And then they showed me this thing, you know, you looked at the thing and it showed like, you know, three a three-month adjustment and uh, it's showing the, the you know, one month, two month, three months. And that the first two months, they barely sort of move. And then the last month, it's like, oh, look, it's right up where it's supposed to be with the other one. But when I first got my aligners... My teeth fit perfectly into them. Actually, this second set has been kind of like, I've had like at least two sets that didn't fit properly or were like loose or would pop off. One of them was slicing the shit out of my fucking tongue at the back because the plastic stuck way out. Um, but uh, yeah, and now after like a month, after like a month, immediately like the liners, when you put them over your teeth, you can see your teeth are filling the spaces. And then the tooth that's supposed to be coming down to line up with the other one is like a little you know, one or two millimeters in the aligner. I'm like, okay, so they think my tooth is in there and it's not, it's still up. You know, the other one's still lower. This one's still up. So I'm, I'm going to finish the entire thing in case it's like the whole, eh, maybe it takes a little longer or whatever before it's actually lined up either way, or you put it on, there's some gap and maybe your tooth will grow into that gap as they start to move. So far, none of that has been the case. The teeth are still, the, the issue that I had, the whole reason I went back to get rescanned is still exactly the same. So they're a little fix up, but it's funny now because instead of just every two weeks, I put on a new aligner at the beginning of the month, they give me this really thin plastic one, really thin, um, that goes into my teeth for a week. And then you do, it's kind of, you do one week and then you do a second one week one, which is a thicker plastic. And then 
the uh, and then and then you do a, a two week one. So it's like one week set, one week set, two week set, and then the very next month it's one week set back to the thin thin plastic one. Like so, it's odd because they didn't do that before in the whole treatment, and now every month it's exactly like that. It's not really making a difference. In fact, the thin ones, like I said, they slip right off. Like I could slip them right off on my tongue on the bottom set now if I wanted to. Anyways, I'm just trying to address with a little bit of the, the, the throwing and the same things like that that's going on. It's because of the aligners. Um, but got to wear them. I'm going to wear them. That's the thing, too. I'm going to give them their their fair shake because if I don't wear them, you know, or I wear them once in a while or something like that, well, and then they don't work, you know, well, who have I got to blame but myself, right? So one month left. I believe the week that I'm in Scotland is the very last week that I have to wear them. So once it's done and it doesn't work, I'm going to go back to their office and go, okay, it's still not working. We did a whole three month treatment thing. I don't think that, I mean, they did straighten my teeth, but they didn't do it, you know, as projected. And it's funny because they're like, if you're unsatisfied, you can get a, a refund. But the funny thing is they only refund you for the trays that you have left. So if you, if you go through the whole treatment and it didn't work, you're not getting a refund because it's, it's not like a satisfaction guarantee. It's, they have a refund policy. So you know, if you basically, some people will be like, well, if you have like, mine was nine months. So it's like, if it takes nine months to straighten your teeth, you get three months in, you're like, my teeth aren't straight. It's like, well, no, it's a process. But at the same time, if they only refund you the, like the, the prorated difference of like what you have left. So, you know, you paid two grand, but you know, you went through half the procedure and they give you a thousand dollars back. Be like, yeah, yeah. But how did you know the procedure wasn't going to work? Like you're unsatisfied. What exactly are you unsatisfied with? Like who doesn't know? that it's going to take time at the beginning. You're like, oh, my teeth aren't straight right away. It's not like they jam them straight and then you just hold them in place for, you know, I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm not trying to argue with the person, right? I'm saying that if like the only way to get any of your money back is to stop the procedure early, well, who's going to be unsatisfied before the procedure's over, right? It's a procedure. So it's kind of a sneaky thing on their part to be like, oh, we'll give you a refund. It's like, yeah, but it's it's only of what's left. Like I have I have three weeks left. So out of the one year, right? Nine months plus three months that I had, I basically started in February of last year and I'm going to end in February of this year. So it's a year. And what would I get back? Three weeks worth. You know what I mean? I get 150 bucks back. I'm like, and that's even like, I finished the first treatment. You know what I mean? And it didn't do it correctly. So my thoughts are, okay, well, how do I get my fucking money back? This is garbage, you know? And I got to buy, I got to buy a retainer from them. So I'm, I don't know, I might, I might call and complain and say like, look, give me my first retainer for free. I'm not happy with this. I had to go back twice and it still didn't fix the the thing, you know, because I still want them to, to stay straight, but I'm going to have to file the other side of that tooth down to make everything look good. Um, I don't look shitty. I look, I think my teeth look way better than they were before. The bottom, the bottom teeth are absolutely straight, but unfortunately those are not really the ones that people look at when you're smiling. Um, so yeah. You know what it's reminiscent of is in the very first Sherlock Holmes movie, the evil guy had like these two sort of like jagged on an angle teeth. I don't know if that actor just has that, but definitely in Sherlock Holmes, dude, dude had that, that angled tooth thing. And I have like what one of them looks that way. Even his were uniform angled both to the side, you know, same direction, but anyways, so this week, guys, I'm going to tell you about uh, my week in Kingston. Just came back from a headline week in Kingston. I've already done my first show here in Ottawa. I did some writing with uh, the comics. I got to, to spend time with two buddies in the condo. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, I had my birthday on Sunday, so I celebrated my birthday. I'll let you guys know what I did for that. Um, this is the last episode before my album is recorded, so I'm going to do a quick plug off the top. I will plug it again at the end of the show. Get your tickets. If you're in the Ottawa area and you want to come see the, uh, you know, the, the set that I'm preparing for my album, uh, get a hold of absolute comedy, absolutecomedy.ca. You can go on there and you can buy your tickets online. I've got a bunch of friends, a bunch of onesies, a bunch of listeners who are coming out to that. Um, they've already got their tickets. It's super exciting. And I'd love to have you there. I'm still crazy nervous about this. I've been working on, on polishing up some old bits and then, you know, I've got, I've got the stuff that I know works and I'm doing that. I'm, I've got some jokes that are like, kind of like, ah, there's stories. Like the whole idea is, yeah, I mean, go like, yeah, it's like halfway through my promo, I just start going serious. Um, get your tickets. It's going to be good. Uh, these are the last time there's maybe a couple jokes that I'll let go a little while longer afterwards just to get them, you know, right where I want them. And maybe I'll re-record them or maybe they'll just come out. I'll be nervous and, and I do better when I'm nervous. I was nervous last week in Kingston. I wasn't super nervous last night and I think that hurt me. I, I did a spot last night, my first show was spot. No, I closed the show last night and uh, 
was not was not my favorite set, but maybe it's just going to help make me stronger. If I if I'm nervous tonight, nervous tomorrow, those are, I got two shows left before I record. <sighs> Shudder just to think of that. Um, yeah, um, I, you know, I'll tell you guys about how my my resolutions are going. You know, I haven't broken them yet. That's right, I haven't broken them yet. But uh, yeah, so anyways, um, the reason that yeah, so I'm, I'm recording my album. I'm telling the jokes that I know. Uh, effectively, I will be telling the jokes about my 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 relationship for the last time this weekend. Um, like I said, there's a few jokes that'll carry over, but they will not have anything to do with um, with my ex. Um, it's been real tough. I was going. I mean, if you guys heard any of the episodes through the Christmas season, that was rough. I was really rough. Um, uh, you know, I was I was relatively alone over the course of the holidays. I was sick and it just sucks. Like I've been dealing with, uh, I mean, we broke up six months ago, but we were together for years, almost a decade. So it's, it's not like, ah, six months later, you just don't love the person that you loved, uh, anymore. Um, but at the same time, like uh, there's little things that are fucking me up too. Like, um, you know, if I'm on social media, like we don't really talk or anything like that on social media, I noticed that, you know, I've been kind of, I don't want to say blocked cause I haven't been blocked, but I've only, but, my, but what I'm seeing has been blocked. Um, you know what I mean? So basically, uh, if I, if I'm on her page, the only thing I can see is, um, is, is things that the both of us were tagged in. So it's basically like I'm limited to something that directly pertains to me, which is fine. And I know a lot of you, a second I said on social media, you're like, oh, you can't do that. You can't look, it's going to hurt. I get all that. But we were, we were being very civil. We were hanging out uh, a little bit, not recently, but when we first broke up, like we would still, you know, go see a movie with the kids and things like that. Like we were still very civil. We just didn't talk, you know, we were, we were being, you know, supportive and whatnot of each other. And then I just noticed, oh, I, I'm. I'm blocked from seeing what's going on in her life. I'm like, well, that doesn't feel very like, friendly. That feels, you know, private. And, and, you know, your first thing is your head goes to like, well, I guess, uh, she's seeing somebody else already. So, and that, at least that's where my head goes, right? Some people are like, like the thing is if she had unfriended me or blocked me, uh, a lot of people are like, well, maybe she's just, it's just too hard for her to see you. I'm like, yeah, but I haven't blocked her from seeing me. She's blocking me from seeing her. That's not her. It's too hard to see me. That's to me. That's, I don't want you to see what's going on with my life. And to me that says, well, then maybe you're being kind because you're seeing someone else. But it just, again, uh, for anyone who's been in a long-term relationship that ended, I'm sure you can understand, like it still hurts, you know, when somebody you care about has moved on so quickly. Um, yeah, again, again, I don't want to be Aaron too much of, uh, my dirty laundry or whatever, but ultimately conversations that we had at the end of our relationship were like, I don't want to be with anybody right now. I don't think I'm in a good place for a relationship. So the part that hurts is okay. Well then to be back in one so quickly makes it feel invalid. Anyways, all of this in a very unfunny, but, but vulnerable way. I'm telling you guys, I'm sure anyone who listens to this can hear my, my pain. What I'm saying is while I'm, you know, while all of this is going on, it's very difficult for me to be on stage in my comedy telling jokes about this relationship that I had and, you know, the good times and this and that stuff like that. So what, that's what I'm trying to say. A lot of people are like, well, you know, you'll get over. I'm like, yeah, it's a lot harder when you're just talking about her in your job at the same time. So that's why it's important for me to shed this snakeskin of this old material. Um, I, I need to get rid of it. I need to be able to, to move on and, um. And yeah, so, you know, some of you who are coming, you've, you've been to my shows before, you've heard some of this stuff, but the idea is get it recorded. I can put it out to the universe and I don't have to live through all time. It's out there. You know, I was going to throw it away. Like I said, I've mentioned this before. My buddy, Rory Gardner, whose uh, interview episode should come out uh, this week, if not next week. Um, I recorded it with him a couple of weeks ago, but, um, Anyways, Rory was the one I was telling, I was just chatting with him one time. I'm like, I just need to ditch this material and start talking about it. So it hurts too much to talk about. And he's like, well, don't throw it away. He's like, it's good material. You know, it works. So record it, you know, build a body of work, put that out there. And then, you know, you can do that anyway. So that's what I'm doing. I'm, uh, I'm putting it out there. I'll have a CD. The world can listen to it. You guys can enjoy it for years to come, but I don't have to say it anymore. I don't have to think about it and yada, yada. Anyways, it's fun. I, I, it's, it's funny stuff. It's funny stuff. Come see it. Yay. Um, <laughs> looking forward to having you guys. Yeah. The, the week in Kingston went fantastic. And, and, you know, in terms of, of working on some new stuff, um, I will say that. So I, I got to work with my buddies. Um, what was it? Uh, Oh, sorry. Booking that thing. Another thing that sucks too, is like I said, I'm, I'm blocked. And then I see on social media, one of the things that sucks is that because she was such a big part of my life for so long, um, she knows a lot of the people that I know. So on a daily basis, I'm seeing, 
you know, likes and stuff like that. It sucks because the, the algorithms just know that we were so involved. So every time she likes something, it's right there. So on other social media, so like I said, I get no, no love, no support with all the things I got going on. Um, yeah, I know some of you might be like, oh, for fuck's sakes, just don't think about it. Get over. It. I get it. But again, it's like when you see all of like, when you're seeing the support and love, like she's liking people that she knows I actively are not a big fan of, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just kind of like, that just sucks. It's like, for fuck's sakes. Anyways, I'll get over it someday. They say it takes half the time to get out, to get over the relationship as you were in it. So guys, the good news is I only have four more years. <sighs> Anywho, um, that, or at least tell me the secret message me. Tell me the secret to just not thinking about somebody you cared about. Right. Um, do, 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 do. Hey, so when I was in Kingston, I did, uh, I did my first like good writing sessions in a while. And I'll tell you, it really pays off when, you know, when you work on something, it fucking pays off. And I, I worked on my, uh, my sleep apnea bit, um, huge shout out to Logan Avery Cooper. He's a comic here in Ottawa. He's a good friend of mine. Um, Logan was really like, I, I gotta say, I've never in my life been so supported, uh, comedically, uh, than I was in the last week. And I, I got huge hats off. And what I mean by that is I have so many of you guys, my listeners who are encouraging your supportive. You guys are amazing. But I mean, like part of the, the process, like the production of it is Logan was like was sitting with me and writing with me and we were listening to the sets and we were, you know, both writing down little notes and what we thought popped and he was writing with me and then we'd be at the show and he would be encouraging. And he was like, Logan was hosting, uh, my buddy, Tim real was middling. And it was good because both those guys did so good that it made, it forced me to work harder, which is great, right? You got to, I mean, you can't go up there headline and fucking be worse than the two guys who were in front of you. But, um, it forced me to work harder, but Logan was like, we was watching the sets with me. We were listening to the next day. We were talking about what, what popped, what didn't like, and he had no obligation to do that. Absolutely no obligation to do that. But the, but the level of like support and daily support and continued support and encouragement and everything like that, like. In comedy, guys, it's there's people who support you. There really is. And, and again, like Rory Gardner is one of the ones who my buddy Mike LeBlanc is one of the ones. The guys in the industry, like I do have amazing human beings in this industry who support me and encourage me. Um, but just that that like day in, day out, and like watching and being a part and giving feedback and, and just encouraging. This is an industry that people are more than happy to watch you fail and more than happy to even help push you in directions to fail. Cause they're all we're all chomping at the same bit, right? We all want the 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 headliner job and things like that. So it's doesn't surprise me in the slightest that that people would do that. But it's just uh Logan was on my side the whole time. Like it I can't tell you how, how valuable that was. And I was even saying to him afterwards, like nothing against the guys I'm working with this week, but I was like, man, I'd really love for, for, you know, this lineup to have been next week in Ottawa, because I just, these, this support and encouragement was, was absolutely phenomenal. Um, so big, uh, big, thank you. Big, uh, big gratitude to, uh, to Logan Avery Cooper. And, uh, it's funny cause I wish I'd been doing this for the last four months. It's just the level of encouragement you know, like I said before, I know that if I write, I'm going to, it's going to make it better, but I was worried that, oh, what if I try and fail? It's, it's fucked up. So I, I still feel grossly underprepared. The amount of people who are asking me like, Hey man, you excited for this weekend? No, fuck. No, I'm terrified for this weekend. Um, but I tend to do better when I'm scared. You know, I just, I want it to be good. I want it to be good for every single human being that sits down in that room and sees it. I want the album to be fantastic. I want it to be some, you know, I want everyone who hears it to be like, oh my God, that was so fucking funny. You know? Um, and the thing is too, like if I, I, I know I have a few tracks on it that, you know, no matter how good the album is, I'll be able to, to put it some places. There'll be people's favorites, whatever. But, um, I'm just, mostly, I don't want to put out shit. I want it to be good. So yeah, I, uh. Oh, I'm excited guys. I'm excited and I'm terrified. So it should be fun. Uh, Logan, Tim and I did an escape room, but we did like a two parter escape room. So it took us like three and a half hours to do it. Super fun. It was a really good way. It was a really nice distraction before one of the shows. Uh, we had an absolute blast doing that. Thanks to Tim for bringing that. Um, I did not break my resolutions. My resolutions of course were to, um, this current uh, quarter is no, um, no fast food, no drive through. And again, I explained what I meant by that last month, but I, it's funny because I had a conversation with Logan this week. We're sitting at the table. And as I was telling him my, my resolutions, um, he was going into like the nutritional value and things like that and how you can have carbs. And the, and I, I just, so again, this is the last time I'm going to bring it up, but I, I just, he basically showed me maybe one of the blind sides. I don't want to say blind sides, but maybe one of the misunderstandings that people are able to have. So Logan thought my goal 
was like, oh, I want to eat healthier, so I'm going to avoid fast food, but eat other fast foods. Because like I said, uh, my my no fast food, no drive-through is effectively takes me out of, you know, going through drive-throughs out of convenience. And it also, you know, like the reason no fast food is, the, is just the restaurants with drive-throughs is because how easy of a loophole is it? Okay, well, no drive-through, park the car, walk in. So the idea is not that I'm trying, cause then you go, you know, well, why is five guys? Okay. It's the same thing. You think that burger fries is any better? No, I don't, but it's more expensive and they're further away from my home. So the whole idea is my, so to, to let you guys know why those goals or that goals and the no take it or whatever is that if I'm to become vegetarian, I'm going to need to do meal, more meal prep at home. So the goal of the no fast food and then eventually no takeout and stuff like that isn't about health per se. It's about convenience. I'm trying to eliminate cheap, quick, easy. That's the point. So if any of you are like, the guy's a fucking idiot, he's going to not McDonald's, but five guys. No, it's, and that's why I'm, I'm also saying, oh, I'm never, I'm not going to never say I'm never going to eat out because that's ridiculous. I, I, I ate out twice on my birthday, right? I went out for family in the morning. I went out with my friends at night and I'll talk about that in a little bit. But the point is I'm aware I'm going to go out for meals, but when I wake up in the morning or if I'm at home, you know, dinner time, it's that I'm not just going to jump in the car and go grab something quick and easy, thus avoiding making food. The more, the more eliminating conveniences I do, the more, you know, meal prep and stuff like that. That'll do. I thought I went all of yesterday. It's funny. I thought I went all of yesterday without no any meat, completely unintentionally. I just made the food that I had here, but um, I was wrong. So I, I had breakfast sandwiches in the morning. I did uh, a craft dinner, not bragging, in the afternoon, and then last night when I got home from the show, I, I crushed a salad, and I was like, oh, I didn't have any meat. I, I definitely had, you know, there's there was blue cheese in the salad, a little bit, very little bit, and um, and I'm like, there was cheese on the, you know, cheese and eggs is, is not vegan, but it's vegetarian. But then I forgot that, uh, I did have a, a little tiny, like, a, you know, sliced ham, deli ham. I did put a piece of ham on each of the breakfast sandwich. That's not true. I did have meat in the morning. Oh, I thought, I thought I went the whole day vegetarian again, unintentionally, but I was like, I looked back and I was like, oh, I think, I think I did vegetarian all day. I was not the slightest bit disappointed with my meal choices, but I went to Costco and I bought a lot of good shit. I was looking at the beyond meat sandwiches. A lot of people think the beyond meat is like super bad for you. It's, it's like the same amount of sodium as like regular burgers, but there's also like a lot of non-animal things in it. So it's like, they're still doing studies, but right now it's in terms of like, it's not, um, less car, like what do you call it? Less, uh, sodium or fats, still fats in it, but there's a ton of studies that say that not having like the hormones and the cholesterol and things like that are still better for you. It's still entirely plant-based. You can have a lot of salt, but if it's the same amount of salt as a regular burger or sodium or whatever it is, like, I don't know. I, I the, the thing is the jury's out. So a lot of people are like, oh my God, Beyond Meat's so bad for you. It's not, it's not, it's not good for you. But when you're comparing a Beyond Meat burger directly to a beef burger, right? Like meat made of meat. Um, there are still benefits to it versus the meat. You know what I mean? If you're going to get the same amount of salt and things like that, like you aren't getting, there's no cholesterol in it at all, right? So the things that clog up your arteries, that's in meat. It's not in beyond meat. That's better for you. Um, you know what I mean? So I, I'm not saying anyways, I was looking at the burgers cause they're selling them at Costco now, but I'm going to be working on alternatives. So again, the, for the last time, my, my goal for my resolution is not like, oh, if I go and get a pizza instead of driving through McDonald's, I'm eating healthier. I'm not, I was you know, going to use a bad word. I'm not ridiculous guys. I'm not, I'm not an idiot. Okay. I'm aware that a burger one place isn't better than a burger somewhere else. My goal is to cut down on convenience. All right. If I put a burger on my barbecue, the, the point being is it's cheaper to eat at home. So if I take away two breakfast sandwiches for five bucks and I can get in my car, have them in my hands five minutes later, and it only costs me five bucks, that's convenience. And that's the thing. If I'm going to go vegetarian, make meals for myself, I got to be spending more time at home doing it, which is why no takeout is phase two. Okay. I know I can, I can go, if friends want to go sit down and have a pizza somewhere, I can do that. That's in the rules. I can, I can go out and it's a social activity, but the idea is if I'm at home and I'm like, it's dinner time and I'm hungry, I'm not going to go order a pizza. I'm not going to order a pizza because I don't feel like cooking. Okay. Cause that breaks the fucking rules. If I want to go out and eat, I have to recognize that I'm spending money. It's still going to take me half an hour to an hour to get there, order it, get it, sit and eat it. So yeah, I can, I can loophole myself into oblivion, right? I can still go to a five guys and have a burger. You know, it's, it's not takeout. I can sit there and eat it. The whole idea is like, like, like 
If you're going to go there, order it and leave and come home. That's, that's again, that's trying to, you know, be lazy and convenient. So my thoughts are you can cook at home and be eating in the same amount of time as, as it would take you to go out and eat. Right. So is, so hopefully to put everyone's thoughts and confusions to bed, the goals are not about eating healthier. The goals are about eating at home and making my own food, because if I'm going to go out and eat, it's going to take the same amount of time and cost more money. So it, it forces me to, to stay home. But if somebody wants to go out and eat socially, totally within the rules, except of course, until I hit that no red meat mark. So then, yeah, let's go out. I'll have a chicken Caesar salad. Sure. Or whatever the fuck, right? You can have other stuff. And then once September hits, no more, well, sorry, October. At the end of September, no more meat. So doing it in baby steps, right? Three month intervals to just, and I haven't, I have not gone. I've gone through McDonald's twice for coffee, but that's part of the rules. Coffee's not the, not the, the meal thing. I'm not like, oh, I'll have a meal instead of coffee or coffee instead of a meal, right? So getting these fucking things done. Um, but that's, that's where it is, um, you know. Uh, in terms of the making the sense. So if someone's thinking I'm, I'm an idiot, well, you're right about other things, but it's, um, the goal isn't about the, the, the meal quality. The goal is about the, the prep time and the work. So I bought some stuff at Costco today. I bought some salads. I bought, uh, a bunch of yogurts and, and probiotics and things like that. So, um, yeah, this morning I made a single breakfast sandwich. Cause I had one bagel left. So single breakfast sandwich. I had a, an almond yogurt, which I'll be honest with you guys. I don't love, um, I, you know, it's not dairy. So that's a, that's a plus, but I think I'm going to be looking for like, again, I don't, I'm not, I will not go vegan. I, I just can't do that yet. I like cheese and eggs too much. Um, maybe once I'm vegetarian for a while, I can start dabbling in some vegan options and just see how much I'm interested in doing it. But, um, for now, that's the way it is. Um, I did, uh, I, yeah. Okay. So let's finish up, uh, let's finish up the kinks and stuff. Um, yeah. One of the nights after the show, Logan's like, uh, you guys want to get some McDonald's? And I'm like, ah, we can get a pizza if you want. I go, I can't do, uh, I don't do McDonald's anymore. No, uh, no stuff. I'm hold, I'm holding strong guys. I really am. And, uh, that's not to say that like, I wouldn't love it. I even actually, it's funny. Cause one of, one of the times I went to get uh, coffee in the drive through, I pulled up my app cause I have a free copy, co- sorry, coffee on the app. And it was like free fries from, you know, the, uh, the, the Raptors scored or whatever it is. So you get free French fries. So I, I said, yeah, well, give me the fries and I'll just bring them back to the condo and give them to the fellow. So I get, I brought them back for, uh, for Logan. So again, you know, still, still cheap at times. I'm like, Hey, if it's free food, give me the free food. I just won't eat it. Right. So, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pick one or two fries and go, no, I didn't. I did not, uh, did not touch it. Grabbed the bag, brought them in the front door, set them on the end of the table. And that was it. Um, one of the shows in Kingston the shows were great. Uh, again, working on the material, everything like that. One of the nights, um, I recorded every set too. So they're all, uh, all available start to finish. I've been using them to listen to and, and work on the tightening up the jokes that are, you know, not as strong as the others. And, um, the, one of the shows, I think it was the very last show that we did. Am I crazy? Maybe it was, maybe it's Friday night. Anyways, um, there was a gentleman in the crowd front row who, when we were talking to him, when we started the show, I, I, I go up and I'm like, Hey, how's it going guys? And I started to talk to one of the guys at his table and this guy seemed the one I was talking to, he just seemed like he was a little drunk. And, uh, and I started asking questions, you know, what are you drinking? He holds up his drink and he's got like a, like a, like a plastic cup. Looks like it's full of Coke. And he was speaking a little slowly and, and his demeanor was, his demeanor was a little drunk and they're all, they're all Kingston boys. So they look like they're, you know, they're dressed in a fucking fishing hat and a, and a hoodie, or if not a, you know, a camo jacket or whatever. So they're all little good old boys. And this is the other show they've been drinking all night so far. And when I started talking to the guy, the guy in the front of the table, you know, starts chatting with me and he seems drunk and he was drunk. Sorry. Uh, inebriated wasn't, he wasn't hammered, but he was, he'd been drinking and he starts talking to me and I'm like, okay. And I'd ask him a question. He'd answer it. And then he would start to answer really long questions. I'd start talking, you know, it's, Ask something else. He's just not answering. And I was playing it off, you know, like the crowd was enjoying it, but I'm kind of like playing it off. And then I'd start to try to go into my act or whatever. And the guy would keep saying things to me, you know? And I was like, all right, all right, man, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta move off of this. I go, we gotta, you gotta stop talking. I go, if I ask you a question, you can answer it, you know, but I'm not. And then I said something and he said, so yeah, well, cause blah, blah, blah. And I go, yeah, that wasn't a question. That was a statement. It's a difference. I go, my voice will go up at the end if it's a question. Like, Anyway, like I said, crowd, crowd enjoyed it. And here's the thing. I've been recording everything, guys. So I actually have that recording. I can play for you that interaction. But I 
If you want an interaction, so do I. And the interaction I want is I want you guys to email me or mess. Well, yeah, email. Email is what I like. Contact at onemanpodcast.com. Send me an email. All right. I've been, uh, I was saying I need your guys' top 10 food lists. Um, I got a couple people sent them and I'm very grateful for that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I need, I need your top 10 meal lists. If you're going to have, you know, meat for the last time, meal lists, meat lists. Um, if you're gonna have meat for the last time, what would the meats that you would want to have be? And it's very important that meat is the headliner of the, of the, uh, of the, the meal. All right. So for example, I did have, uh, my good buddy, Cam, I chatted with him, had a conversation with him. It was great. It was nice catching up with him. Um, Cam was saying to me like, you know, Hey man, you got to mention the, the cup and char. You got to have your last cup and char pizza. Now here's the thing. Cup and char is like a kind of pepperoni. It's like, it's like a little spicy pepperoni. My buddy Jad and I had it when we were at Cam's house in December. Um, and it's phenomenal. And it is a meat that I will not be able to have, uh, when I hit my, my, my finish line there of, uh, of June. But the thing is with the meat, um, I think actually pepperoni is mostly pork. Is it not? Um, counts as a white meat, right? Um, either way, I'm not trying to extend it. All I'm saying is that like, I'm going to hit my fucking, my goal. Um, is that meat meal while yes, pepperoni is, I mean, the, the meal is pizza and you can order pizza without pepperoni. So like in terms of like having like my last pepperoni pizza, like, no, you know, yes, it'll be the last time I have that pepperoni, but that, that pepperoni isn't the, the headliner, right? The pizza itself is the headliner, the cheese and the sauce and the bread. So in terms of what I'm talking about, like if you were to have your last piece of fried chicken, right? Last time you're going to eat fried chicken, the fried chicken is, you're not, you're not, not getting, you know, if I was like, I'm letting go of carbs and I had breaded fried chicken and the next day I could just have regular fried chicken, you know, without breading. It's like, oh, well, I mean, you can't really fry it without the breading, but you know what I'm saying? So that's all I'm suggesting guys is that the list is like, think of something like a Montreal smoked meat sandwich. All right. The smoked meat is the headliner of that sandwich. If I was going to have fish and chips, like, yes, I can have fries again, but come on the, the fish, fish and chips. It's not fish and chips. You don't even call them chips when it's not accompanied by fish. Right? So those are the, the meals that I'm looking for. Last time you have ribs, last time you have a nice, you know, a, a sirloin steak or filet mignon, that's, that's what I'm saying. So send me your top 10. I'm going to do some honorable mentions, you know, like, Hey, bacon is great, but ba- even bacon, bacon's great, but it's not a meal in and of itself right? You don't go somewhere for, I'm going to go somewhere for bacon. You know, it's, it's basically like you put it on a cheeseburger or you crush it up and stick it on a salad or just sits next to your eggs. So yeah, I might, I might even do like a whole, uh, yeah, I think I might do like maybe a meat lovers pizza would be a, a good example, but even still, you're gonna have pizza again. It's not, it's not, it's too much. You know, and I'll have all those meats in different capacities, but like chicken wings is a perfect example, right? The last time we have chicken wings, where are the best wings? It's, uh, that's clearly the, you know, you're never going to have that on its own. You might have like the broccoli shit or not broccoli, cauliflower stuff. Anyways, I'm talking about this too much. The list, send me your list. But speaking of this event that I had with the guy, I want that contribution from you guys. If you want me to play for you, this interaction I had with this guy, um, send me a, an email saying like, Hey, can you play us the clip? And I will, I will pull it off the phone. I will edit it and I will, well, edit it in terms of like the whole set. I'll take this interaction and I'll put it on uh, an upcoming episode for you guys. But what ended up happening afterwards, after the show, this guy came up to me right away. Like we were sitting up front, came up to me right away and he's like, Hey man, thanks for such a great show. Um, I, I just wanted to explain what happened. He's like, I'm sorry. I was, I was interrupting you and chatting with you. I was trying to pull the attention off of my brother because my brother, who you were talking to with the the cup there has special needs. He's like on the spectrum. And if, if you kept talking to him and cracking the jokes about how, like, you know, if you're drinking Coke, why do you seem like you're drunk? He's like, you would, he would get embarrassed and he would start crying. Like, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm glad you did that. I go, thank you. I, cause I go, I, I couldn't tell at all. And I, I would, I would, that, that would break my heart if I, if I mortified someone like that. So I, I couldn't do that. And I'm like, I'm glad you did that. And he goes, yeah. So that's why I had to like do what I did. And I was like, well, in all fairness, at one point I wasn't talking to anybody and you did keep talking. So I go, I'm glad you pulled, I go, that was very kind of you. And I'm glad you pulled the attention off of your brother. Um, so, you know, thank you. But I mean, at the same time, you know, you can also notice that, you know, I, I was moving on and I couldn't, I go, so you were keeping the focus at your table. You want me to move away from the table? You know? You, you pulled off your brother, it was me and you. And then I tried to move on and you wouldn't let go. So I go, maybe, maybe a little like, you know, you were drinking and at the same time you, you initially did it, you know, out of, out of 
courtesy for brother. But I, I can understand why you did what you did. And maybe it just went a little longer because you didn't realize that he was safe. So I go again, I, I appreciate that. Thank you for, for, you know, doing that. It's very kind of you. And, and then he was staying at the table for a while and he was drinking and he was buying drinks and stuff like that. And I was like, all right, but his brother was there also saying hello and stuff like that. And I remember at one point he said, man, he's like, man, can I, can I pay you money to just tell my brother that you were like, you know, you, you had a good, like say hello to him. I go, you don't have to pay me to say hello. I'm like, I'll say hi to him. And I appreciate that. So his brother came over and he's like, he's like, Hey man, you guys were really funny tonight. I was like, Hey man, you were great too. Thanks for coming out and all that fun stuff. And he's like, yeah, I've, I've come here a couple of times before. And I try to say hi to the guys after the show. And they're just like, you know, I just didn't feel like they made me feel like I was annoying and like they wanted me to leave, you know? And he's like, I just wanted to say, you know, I like it. It was really funny. And I had a good time. And he goes, and you guys, you know, you guys are being really nice and making me feel really good to do that. I goes, yeah, no, absolutely, man. We're, we're glad to have you and thank him. Sorry that you had a bad experience before. And you know, you were, you were great. Thank you for coming. I hope you had a good time. And we were just chatting with him a little bit. And I didn't notice that his brother had kind of like stepped away. Cause he was standing off the side and his brother stepped away. When he came back, his brother had clearly had like tears in his eyes because, you know, I guess it was that important. Like, I don't know. I don't know what their story is and what their struggle is. And that's another reason, you know, to, to be good to other people. Again, my goal, I've told you guys previously that my goal when I'm doing crowd work is never to hurt anybody's feelings. Um, like I said, you know, if I, I try not to, I try to make fun of things that people can change. I'll make fun of your clothes or I might teach a job, but you know, I'm not going to make fun of a guy for being bald or fat or anyone with clearly a good disability. I'm not going to do that. I'm not trying to ruin your life. I don't care if the rest of the crowd's loving it. I'm not going to put you through that, uh, for that laugh. That, that laugh is not worth it to me. Um, so, uh, yeah, but I, like I said, I, I couldn't tell. I was, I was teasing about the, you know, the, the slow speech pattern and everything like that, because I thought he was, it was funny because he said he was drinking rum and Coke. And then when he held up his glass, I'm like, that's, I've never seen it served in that, whatever. So, you know, maybe it was his brother telling him like, yeah, you got one right here, buddy. You enjoy. He's like, yeah. I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. But, uh, but his brother was happy to see that, um, you know, that we were chatting with his, with his brother and, you know, had a good time or thing like that. It's, and, and you know, it was good. I, I like doing good where I can guys and being kind where I can, you know, that doesn't, doesn't cost me anything. And the worst was, he's like, I'm, I'll pay you. I'm like, oh my God. Like that broke my heart. It's like, you shouldn't have to pay someone to be kind to someone else. You know what I mean? Cause then it's not kindness. It's a transaction, you know? Anyways. So that was that. Send me an email. If you want to hear the conversation on stage, I haven't listened to it. Actually. That's the one I, I do believe that was the very last night. Cause I haven't heard that conversation. Since, uh, since I left, I haven't listened to the last show from Kingston. Um, I did get back uh, very late. It was snowing really bad uh, on the way back. I got home and when I went to unpack the car, uh, when I got back to Ottawa, like one o'clock in the morning, um, the back of the car was like covered in fucking snow, like, like, like it had been spray foamed covers, thick, dense snow. And I popped open the, the, you know, the car to get the shit out of the, the, the trunk. And, uh, when I closed it again, Everything seemed fine. I couldn't get it to like lock properly. And then the next day I went to open my trunk and it wouldn't open. So all day Monday or sorry, Sunday, I apologize. I was having issues with the trunk. Um, and Sunday, by the way, the reason I drove home at night in a shitty snowstorm is that I had, I had plans on Sunday. So, um, I got myself a spot at absolute comedy. So that evening, my birthday on Sunday, uh, I was going to be performing at absolute comedy at eight o'clock, you know, get another rep in before the show starts. I actually was supposed to do a show on Monday night too. That got canceled because there was nobody coming. It was out a different location, but disappointing guys. I would have liked the, a, the money and be, uh, the extra, the one more rep in, you know, don't skip lay day, leg day when you're a stand up. Um, but, uh, come on brain, come on brain. I'm still sipping things. I'm looking at the lists I have on the table here of the shit that I have to do. Oh, it's stressful. What time is it? Two forty six on, uh, what do you call it? Wednesday. So I'm, it's late. It's coming. I'll, I'll hope to have this thing up and ready for everybody by, uh, by three 30. I also have to get my ass in gear. Cause I want to go fucking right. I really need to write. Logan's going to meet me at the, the club again. So again, another, another, another tip of the cap to Logan Avery Cooper, just being uh, super supportive. Um, but yeah, so my plan on Sunday, uh, during the day was to go have brunch with my, my mom and my, my brother, his wife and their new baby. So when we had lunch at Tucker's marketplace and I'll, I'll tell you guys, I feel the results of the not eating. And in fact, when I was in Kingston, I found myself, uh, not eating breakfast right away. Like we were sleeping a lot, you know, getting up around, fuck, I don't remember what time sleeping, you know, not, not at least I wasn't getting up and active until about noon, but I was also awake until like four or 5 AM. Um, it's funny. Uh, 
<laughs> I was not, I was just not eating. I wouldn't, I would, I would order breakfast. Something. I actually, I've never ordered like the online, you know, Uber Eats, skip the dishes. I've never really been a big fan of those because they suck. But I remember one of the nights late, I ordered us pizza. Again, it's not a, not a break of the rules. Uh, ordered us pizza. We ate that. And then it was the one of the, they sent us two pizzas. One of them was absolutely garbage. If you've ever gone to the grocery store and you buy like one of those frozen pizzas where like the dough sucks, there's not very much cheese. The, the, the pepperonis are like, like really bad processed meat. This was like, you, you took it and you put, you put one of like, no word of a lie guys. This is the best analogy that I can come up with. It was like, you took one of those frozen pizzas and you put it in the oven for five minutes. So it's like, it's warm, you know, but it's still kind of really doughy. The meat's not cooked at all. The cheese isn't cooked at all. It was garbage. So I. I, you know, I asked me, I was satisfied. And I said, no, not with, I go, the, the regular pizza was too expensive, 40 bucks for two pizzas. The, one of them was like a, like a medium and it was, it was like medium pepperoni. And then, uh, and then like a, a four time, whatever, fucking way too much information. All I'm saying is the pizza's shit. And so I said like, Hey, I didn't, didn't enjoy it. They, uh, they refunded me for the medium pizza and gave me, you know, more, more credit with their company. So the next day I ordered breakfast with it. Um, and it was good. It was good. Breakfast was good. Um, but yeah, I was not waking up and eating right away. I was waking up and waiting a few hours and I wasn't eating, you know, I stopped eating at like seven or eight whenever the, or so no, but about eight 30 when I would get my meal, right. The show would start, I'd eat my meal at the club and then I'd go home and not eat. Um, another hats off to Logan. Logan brought a few different bottles of whiskey. We had a fucking, oh my God, drank some fucking whiskey in Kingston, man. Was I ever a happy camper? Um, yeah, it was nice. We didn't get shit faced, but it was just, it was nice to, to sit in the evening and sip on a whiskey. We watched a lot of impractical jokers. Uh, definitely suggest that it's on Netflix in Canada. Um, I'm sure it's available even more plentiful in uh, the U S and I know it's, it's huge in the, the UK too. So, um, enjoy that guys. Just some, just a funny little, little prank gag show, uh, but well worth your time. And, uh, you know, and it, it'll make you laugh. So we were, we were watching that. We were sipping on whiskeys. We were having a good time overall doing escape rooms. Um, so as I mentioned Sunday morning, I, uh, I went to have a breakfast brunch buffet with, with my brother, my mom, his wife, and, uh, the kiddo. And, uh, I didn't eat a lot. I, I think I sat there, even when my co- coffee came, I sat and I drank my coffee and we let my brother and his wife go up and get their, their meal first, just so someone could watch the, the, the kid and all of our stuff at the table. And then they were sitting, they were eating. And by the time they were done their first plate, I decided, okay, well, I'll go get my first plate. So I, like, normally I'd be like, oh fuck, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. This is like. I think by one o'clock in the afternoon, I maybe went and got my first plate. Uh, we were there for like noon. So we were there for a while. We we're there at noon. I didn't get my first plate to like one. So again, uh, odd for me, I think just from eating less, I, uh, shrunk my stomach some, you know? And then once I ate my first meal, I waited or first plate. Um, I waited a little while and I think I got a second plate and I ate maybe half of it. So I was just, I was full. And then I was like, I was barely into the second plate before I was like, I'm getting full, but you know, you feel like you want to get your money's worth. So I did that. I ran some errands with my mom afterwards. And that's when I was figuring out that the latch on the back of my car wasn't working. I was constantly getting notifications that the, you know, the tailgates open, but it's not, I couldn't open. I was unlocking it. It wouldn't work. Um, but I got some groceries and things like that. Um, and to be honest with you, I was happy to just not be focused on writing. I was I was happy to see my family. It was my birthday. Fuck. I can fuck around on my birthday. Right. So, um, sorry, I'm getting notifications and messages here. Yeah, I, uh, I had a good time on my birthday. The fuck is that? Did you guys hear that? My ear just popped and I didn't know. Um, yeah, so I basically, uh, and then, then I came home. <laughs> I had a, I had a meal with my buddies, uh, Jimmy, Mika and Jay, my closest friends in the world. Um, they took me out for uh, for a steak for my birthday. It's funny too because my I was still pretty fucking full. Normally, when I go to a steakhouse, I'm like, oh, they got like an eight ounce steak or a twelve ounce steak, let's say, and I'm like, no, I want the extra steak. You know, I don't want to pay more for it. I just want the bigger steak because I'm usually like, oh, I'm hungry by that point, right? No, I'm going out for dinner steak, but I was still full from lunch, and we got together for uh, for six o'clock. Um. And at first I was like, oh, six o'clock, it works better for them. They all have day jobs in the day. And then I realized, oh, I'm supposed to be at absolute by eight o'clock to do my guest spot. So we only got an hour and a half together and it went by so quick. 
but uh, it was amazing to see those guys. And they they got my dinner for me, which was nice. I wasn't expecting it, and I was surprised because I, I asked the woman for the bill. Mika went up to go to the bathroom, and I can't believe it didn't occur to me that he was that he was going to do that. But I was so busy focused on what time is it, and is she coming with the like, – I was literally going, is she coming with the bill while Mika's going to the bathroom, not realizing, oh, he's – He's, yeah, he's slick like that, but I'm going to make sure going forward, I'm making a mental note. Um, and it was, we had a good time. It was good seeing my friends and I'm, and I'm really bummed out. I didn't get to spend more time chatting with them because those guys are the real deal. You know what I mean? They, uh, they didn't meet me because I'm a comic or anything like that. Like those guys weathered the fucking storm of, uh, of just, you know, me figuring out how to be funny and to, to turn obnoxiousness into, you know, a form of charm. Uh, they're, they're good friends. I, I love those guys. And I was, I'm disappointed that I didn't get to spend more time with them, but I'm trying to, to be a professional here and grind out as many fucking spots as I can. So that's what I was doing. That's what I did that night. Um, it was great to see them and, uh, and great to have a meal with them and know that they're doing well. And uh, we'll hang out again soon. Mika's coming to the shows on Saturday and, uh, and Mika still listens to the podcast. Thank you. And I know that, uh, his lovely wife Mel listens as well. And she's coming. Thank you, Mel. Looking forward to having you there. Um, my buddy, Chris, uh, who's, who's co-hosted with me several times, Chris will be there, um, on Friday night, I believe it is. So again, I'm, I'm super excited to, uh, to have my friends there. It means a lot to, to, to see them. Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be fucking great. I was chatting with red this morning. So my, my, you know, my listeners, I, I chatted with cam this week, which feels great. Like I got my buddy, you know, he's in there and, and, uh, he, I had a chance to chat with him before the show and he wished me, you know, well wishes. I, I chatted with red this morning. It's funny too, because Red, I was telling her when I had, uh, I, my guy, I ate vegetarian yesterday. It was well, it was all my conversation with her that I realized I, I had meat. Um, I was like, no, I had ham. I was getting basically, I was cooking my breakfast this morning, and when I pulled the ham out of the fridge, I'm like, oh no, I had ham yesterday. It wasn't all vegetarian. Um, but she, uh, I was telling her I had like craft dinner. She's like, oh my god, it's so bad for you. And I go, yeah, I know. The plan is not again. It's not about the healthy food. It's about making it at home. I was at Costco and the fucking 12 pack of KF KD or whatever was on sale. So I, I bought it. I bought it. And she was telling me that like, she's like, yeah, it's so bad for you, all the chemicals and stuff. She's like, you know what we do now is we, we go to bulk barn and we buy like, you can buy the, just the cheese powder that you put on it. And we just get our own pasta. I'm like, oh, it was the pasta that you took issue with. To me, it would be that like fucking fluorescent nuclear cheese sauce that you put on it, which is delicious. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying to me, I wasn't worried that like, oh, is this bing. Um, I think it's the computer and the phone simultaneously giving me fucking notifications. You already told me about this. Leave me alone. I do not want to work this fucking event. Um, so yeah, um, <laughs> I might, I might actually do that. Cause again, I don't really give, I'm not, I'm not in love with the little thin, thin KD noodles, but I would, I would definitely, you know. I would definitely fuck up some, some KD sauce on like some nice penne or something, you know, but then what's the ratio, right? Like depending on how I do it, like, I feel like that's too much power having your own craft dinner powder. I like, would that work on popcorn too? Like if you just dusted some popcorn with it, would you get the fucking KD? That would that'd be a weird taste. I don't know. I, uh, I'm, and I could do it on like, I could, I could really amp up the taste of, some of this like chickpea pasta and stuff like that. If I put like the toxic craft <laughs> dinner powder on it, it really does make like, I, I was buying, you know, I was buying for a while. I, they're more expensive, but I was buying like the Annie's, uh, like craft dinner stuff. Cause it's organic or at least, you know, more organic, but it tastes weird. You know what I mean? And I don't know if it's the, the powder that tastes weird or if it's the pasta. Cause I've had weird tasting pasta before, but Annie's stuff tastes fucking weird. So I might experiment with it. I might, I might use a box of Annie's and then put some craft dinner powder on it and see if that's it. And then I might take the Annie's powder and stick it on some craft dinner. There you go. I'll, I'll swap the stuff and we'll see which one tastes weird. And we'll know what the culprit is. Is it the powder? Is it the noodles? Cause I could, I could definitely use the Annie's powder. You know, I'd basically just throwing out the, the pasta, but I could use the Annie's powder on, on different noodles. If that's, what's making it taste weird. But you guys know what I'm talking about. You guys know the Annie's, the one with the stupid little rabbit on the front. Something about it tastes weird. I ate it because it was good for me, you know? I mean, fucking vegetables, some of them taste weird to me, but, you know, you're like, ah, it's good for you. Like, okay, 
right? Eat kale. It's best. It's the most amount of protein per ounce that you could possibly get it of anything on this earth. Then you find it out at, you know, the ads, like it's got that one good thing, but then it's also got like, it causes hypothyroidism or something like that, apparently. So like, you just can't win. So if you're going to die from something, you know, die from what you like. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to, I'm going to die because, you know, I'm still eating eggs and there's cholesterol, but I, if I just have eggs at breakfast, that should be okay. Right. Once in a while, I'll put a little bit of cheese. You can't do those bacon bits. The simulated bacon bits made out of soy. Those are gross. They really are. And it's basically just chunks of sodium. So like, I don't, I don't want that shit. Um, yeah, whatever. So I've told you guys some stories. Anyways, the, the, um, the amazing team at my dealership. Again, I don't, I don't name them not because I don't want them to be popular. First off, I'm in there so fucking often that the more popular I make it, the harder it's going to be for me to get my preferential treatment. <laughs> but those guys are fucking amazing. I went in there on Monday to, um, to, uh, sorry, I'm just looking at my notes here again. Thank you to Jimmy, Mika and Jay who brought me up in the evening. I'm sorry. I had to run off. I went and I did the show show went well, so I was happy that I did it. Um, but, uh, Monday morning, um, I got, uh, there's a bunch of shit that happened. I can't fucking remember what the hell it was, but I had a busy morning yesterday. Um, I did, uh, I went to the dealership. They took a look at what was going on for me and they, uh, they were like, cool. They'll order the part for you. Basically the latch on the, the thing was, was busted. So, um, they ordered me a new one and, uh, Josh, the service guy there was like, Hey, you know, as soon as it comes in, I'll give you a call. Appreciate that. Uh, I, I was like, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. So, uh, it was ready yesterday. I went in yesterday and I got the, the latch changed and I was chatting with them. Um, and they've all made reservations. So all my buddies, uh, Narong, who's an old high school friend who sold me my car, um, Josh and some of his members from the service team who are always fucking amazing. And, you know, we, we laugh. I, I drop them off tickets every now and again. Uh, they are all coming to see me, uh, this week. So, uh, huge shout outs and thank you to them. Not only did I go in get my issue resolved. They had the part for me and, and serviced the next day. Absolutely amazing. Like everything's good to go. I'm, uh, I'm stellar, man. I'm super, I'm super jazzed. Uh, so the car's working again. I did my spot last night or I closed the show last night on Tuesday. And, uh, unfortunately, uh, it did not go as well as I would like to. So all the old jokes, went fine. They did their job. We got the laughs and I did some crowd work that went well. I got the laughs. However, um, the, uh, the, the one joke that I've been working on and it's a longer bit and that's the, that's the, the risk with longer bits is you end up with lulls in the joke, um, did not go as well as I would have liked. Um, so you know what? We're going to, we're going to do some writing this afternoon. We're going to listen to it. We're going to get there. Holy fuck with the emails, you know, give me a goddamn break. So yeah, so that's, what's going on. I'm, uh, I'm going to put this podcast together for you guys, have it out for you. Um, if you haven't again, last, last, last chance, some of these jokes I'm telling for the last time. So, um, it's live, uh, live, of course, you'll hear them on the, you know, satellite radio or something like that. And you'll be able to pick up the album. I'll have that available to you guys. But, um, yeah, if you want to hear me tell some of these jokes live for the last time, it's my, my body of work from the last while. Um, would love to have you there. And I'd feel better in a room full of people who I know that if I fucking shit the bed, I don't, I don't expect that's going to happen. I'm just, I'm just worried, right? The more worried I am now, the more I know I'll be okay on the days of it's just the curse of the artist, never satisfied with anything. So this is it guys. Last, last reminder to, to call absolute comedy in Ottawa or go to their website, absolutecomedy.ca and book your tickets. Friday and Saturday shows are the ones I'm recording, but you can come see me any night this week. Um, would love to have you there. And uh, like I said, I'd love to get your, your top 10 lists. If you had to give up meat forever, what are the 10 meals that you would make sure that you had prior to that? And uh, if you want to hear the interaction that I had with the gentleman and his brother, um, send me an email guys. The email address is contact at one man podcast.com. I will be so glad when I stop slurring my speech because of these fucking Invisaligners. Um, and that's it guys. I'm, uh, I'm going to put my head down and get this fucking week over with the next time I talk to you, I'll tell you how everything went. Uh, you know, if you make it out of the shows, you'll know how, you know, <laughs> you'll know at least how the show you were at went. But, uh, until then, I hope you guys have a fucking fantastic week. I, the second I am done these recordings, I immediately hit the ground running on two other projects. Um, which again, as things 
develop, I can tell you more about. But uh, in the meantime, uh, take care of yourselves. You know, I, I look forward to hearing from you. Um, please be good to other people. Because again, uh, I mean, I'm not trying to make this a motivational speech thing, but just you never know what somebody else is going through or maybe why someone's acting the way that they are, you know? But, uh, you know, if we, you know, you meet something, a situation that you're not really familiar with in a hostile way, you know, you don't know what kind of, you know, you could, you don't know if how bad you could ruin someone's day or whatever it is. So I got, you know, I got a couple little events coming up this week. I got some, some people coming out. Oh, I, um, I put myself on the dating apps while I was in Kingston and I got to be honest with you. Um, I don't like writing about myself and I'm really, I truly sincerely am not interested in meeting anybody, um, online. Truly. It's weird. It's uncomfortable. I don't like texting to begin with the amount of like bullshit that would come from me texting in my relationship. I don't mean other people just being able to communicate effectively via text. You know, I'm a comic. If I could write the way I talk, I'd be an author. But I, I can't, I can't even, I, I told you guys about that. I can't even writing my jokes out doesn't work the same way as me just sort of telling them and, and seeing what the reaction is. So, um, it's horrible, but I did think of something funny, uh, was that I want, I was hoping that I, I thought it'd be fun for you guys. I was like, you know what? Write me, you guys go like, if you can find it, I'm sorry, I don't have the information. I wasn't even planning on talking about, but I don't have the information right now. So I don't know how many characters each one is, but I downloaded like Bumble, OkCupid and Tinder so I was like, I thought if you guys submit to me a bio that you think I should put out there, um, my favorite one I'll use, I'll actually let you be the, the, the writer. So that, that's just completely. And I like, if I get two of them and they're both horrible, I'm still going to use the best of the two. Um, just because it's funny to me. But like I said, I'm really not looking to, to meet anybody. I'm so emotionally unavailable guys. You have no idea, no idea, but I just figure I don't want to be that recluse, you know, just, I'm, I'm almost 40 fucking, you know, the birthday reminds you of that, but uh, 37 now. And I, I, you know, I don't want to die alone. Right. Which is not a great motivation to get into a relationship. I'm not really looking to do that, but, um, I, I, if I just, if I don't try to put myself out there, I'm going to, I'm, I'm terrible at it. So I'm going to have to trip and fall a bunch of times. And so I'm sort of trying to get the ball rolling on that. I don't expect that I'm going to meet the person I'm going to be with, you know, and at the same time, I'm trying to work on me, right? I know that the, the faster I get back into a relationship or if, if that happens, I'm going to stop focusing on my own shit. And I, and that's really, it really is important to me. That's why I'm doing this whole, you know, going vegetarian thing. Um, so yeah. All right. Listen, you guys are great. Send me in all that shit. Send me what you want to send me. Don't send me what you don't want to send me. Um, I'm thinking of each and every one of you this week. You guys are the ones that I'm trying not to let down as much as people who are paying for tickets. I don't want to let them down either, but, um, I want to, you know. I got to report back to you guys next week. Those people can just, if it, if it goes a horrible, they can just shake their fucking heads and, and go, well, that guy fucking sucked. And that's it. Right. I don't have to worry about it. Uh, but you guys, oh man, I gotta, I gotta answer to my onesies and, uh, and I'm glad you guys are out there. So have a great week. I hope I do too. And we'll chat with you soon. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. But I know I'm gonna change that tune. When I'm back on top, back on top in June, I said that's life. It may seem Some people get their kicks Stomping on a dream But I don't let it Let it get me down Cause this fine old world It keeps spinning around I've been a puppet A pauper A pirate A poet A pawn and a king I've been up and down and over and out And I know one thing Each time I find myself Flat on my face I pick myself up and get back in the race That's life That's life I tell you, I can't deny it 
quitting, baby But my heart just ain't gonna buy it And if I didn't think it was worth one single try I'd jump right on a big bird And then I'd fly I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet A pawn and a king I've been up and down and over and out And I know one thing Each time I find myself Laying flat on my face I just pick myself up and get Gonna roll myself up in a big ball. 